Hello, and welcome to the 129th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight by two other Night Your Mama's Gamers staffers, Alex Lane and Jinx Boyne. Yay! And since Jinx, this is your first time, we're going to let you go first. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us who you are, Jinx. Uh, hi, my name is Jinx. I am currently an unemployed biomedical engineer. Um, <laughs> basically, me in a nutshell. <laughs> That's like the coolest sounding title. If you're going to be unemployed, an unemployed biomedical, biomedical engineer, engineer is about yeah. as cool as it gets. Is 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 much better than an unemployed English professor. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just so you know that. Um, yeah. Okay. That's. Me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I have a 20-pound cat named Siegmeier. I guess that's the best thing I can say. <laughs> what kind of games do you like, Jinx? Uh, I'm kind of JRPGs or, or role-playing games in general, um, typically. That's where I fall under. Uh, nice. The furthest away from first-person shooter that I can get. That's typically where I am. <laughs> that's pretty legit. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Alex Lane. I'm an assistant professor at Metro State University in Minnesota, which is lovely. I'm staring out at my pond and my little duckies and my geese and my turtles right now. It's pretty awesome. And I might sound weird because I had dental work done today and it hurts to open my mouth. So let's see. What else? I'm going to pick my dad up from the airport tonight. Pretty excited about that. So we're recording a little early. I made a really good nice, delicious, healthy meal today. Did a lot of cooking. So, yeah. Everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. What'd you cook? So, okay, so it started out as buckwheat ravioli with bison filling. Mm-hmm. And the buckwheat, I couldn't get buckwheat flour anywhere, so I tried to make it myself just from ground-up buckwheat, and it didn't work. So I ended up throwing out all the dough and... Um, just mixing that with a marinara that I made from baking. This is amazing, by the way. This is the best trick ever. You bake an eggplant and two red peppers for like 30 minutes or something. Then you skin them, mm-hmm. and then you grot you a food processor them with oil, garlic, parsley, mm-hmm. and you have like a marinara sauce. That's like the most tasty thing ever, but it doesn't have all the sugar and stuff that canned tomatoes has in it, all the crap from regular marinara. So I mix that with the bison and onions and put it over some quinoa. Ooh, that sounds good. Did, so did you um did you use tomatoes or just the roasted red peppers? Nope, just the roasted red peppers. You know, I do a similar thing because uh, I love roasted red pepper sauces. Mm-hmm. So I um, roast the red peppers until the skin turns black, and then I put them in. The trick is roast them until the skin turns black, put them in a plastic bag, let them sweat, yep. take them out, and the skin comes right off? Yep, that's exactly what I did. I put it in a bowl, covered it with some plastic. Yep. Uh, stuff and then waited 20 minutes and the skin fell right off. It was perfect. That's the same thing with the eggplant. Yep. So I always do uh, red peppers, onions, garlic. Red peppers, onions, garlic. And sometimes, okay, here's another here's another trick. 
butternut squash. Oh my god, I love butternut squash. Yep. It is like my fave. You guys are making the freezer pizza I had for dinner sound like crap. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, like, cooking is like my stress release, so in the summer I like to cook a lot of, like, really intensive meals that take, like, four or five hours. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, it feels feels good for me. Well, I, I'll tell you what I have for dinner since we talk about dinner. And yeah, I know. What, what do you eat for dinner? What are you reading? What are you playing? What are you drinking? <laughs> yeah, we're going to add that tonight. There's only three of us, so we should, shouldn't lengthen us too much. But um, we had um, a tomato basil soup. Oh. Um, I, I know it's like 90 degrees outside, but I really wanted tomato basil soup because I stopped by the um, the bakery and bought a loaf of uh, cheddar garlic bread. And mm. I love to buy the cheddar garlic bread and make grilled cheese sandwiches out of it. It's got yes. Chunks of it. It's got, it's got garlic oh cloves and big chunks of cheddar cheese in it. So to grill it with, like, butter, or as your old recipe, the old recipe says, with good butter. <laughs> yeah, with good butter. Uh, Much different than regular butter or bad butter. Right, bad butter, you know. Because, you know, that, that would ruin your dish, of course. Uh, and a, a sharp cheddar cheese. But it always, for me, I usually do a, tom- I usually do a tomato and roasted red pepper soup. Uh, but it was, like, super late. So I did a, a tomato basil soup instead with fresh and sun-dried tomatoes and it had mm. rice in it. Nice. And, and, then, and, I, and I added, it, it was, I was going to make a cream soup. I didn't have, I was like, oh, look, no cream in the house. Hmm. Mm. Um, so I used uh, evaporated milk instead. Sure, I bet that was great. It was really good. I enjoyed it immensely. P took like three bites of it and was like, I like the other tomato soup you make better. Yeah, that yep. happened. <laughs> I was like, really, really, thanks. Thanks for rewarding all my hard work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I put a pizza in the oven and undercooked it, so that was my dinner. <laughs> Just gonna throw that huge um, preparation in there. What kind of pizza? Uh, Jacks. <laughs> it was one that was on sale. Nice. I didn't make a fruit salad though. I like a I like a frozen pizza on occasion, which is every occasion I can. <laughs> right, pretty much. Well, my partner and I are moving, so we're trying to eat out like everything that we have because it's gonna be. Yep, more of a hassle to try to pack it all, so... Yep. Yep, exactly. That's all right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will jump into our usual what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. Um, and Jinx, like I said, we'll start with you today. I got today. Actually, today's, like, yeah. We never, like, record when it's, like, light outside. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Jinx, what you been playing lately? I have been playing Diablo 3, specifically Reaper of Souls edition, um, and that has been a lot of fun. Um, my partner and I are couch co-oping it, mm-hmm. so we, um, in the course of two weeks, level 70, which is the highest level you can get, so now we're going through Paragon levels. Uh, we are in adventure mode, so we've beaten the story mode. We beat the story mode on expert, yes, and now we're on master level and going through adventure mode. Uh, and we found Whimsy Shire, which is the like super hard secret level to get Ooh, to. It's hard nice. to get to. It's not hard to be in. It's really funny. <laughs> there are dancing rainbows. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> mm. um, and uh, yeah, besides that, I've been playing um, 
let's see, on my computer I've been playing Stardew Valley when it doesn't overheat. And then we're oh. also doing a... Yeah, my poor, my poor Asus is not a gaming computer. I got it specifically so I wouldn't game on it, and now I graduated, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, on the weekends we have been um, basically... Uh, rushing through as many Halo games as we can get through, which I know I just said I don't do first-person shooters, but that's the only exception I make. Um, and I have decided that Halo 4 doesn't exist, Halo 5 doesn't exist, and I can't wait to go back to 1, 2, and 3. So, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous, because I, um, I, when Diablo 3 first came out, I played it on PC a little bit, but... I can't, I, I, okay, so I can't play games, that's a lie. I was going to say, I can't play games for long periods of time on <laughs> on the PC, because that's a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was something about Diablo 3 that just didn't work for me on the PC. My, you know, my hands wanted to play it, um, one, with a controller, and two, and once I play, once I play with, start playing a game with a controller, I can't play it on a computer anymore. I need a big TV in front of me. Um, oh, yeah. or it just feels off. It's a big TV game, though. Like, there's a ton of detail. There's lots of yeah. little things going on. I can't imagine playing it on a computer screen. Yeah. Really I difficult. mean, I played... Oh, sorry, Alex. Um, I played 1 and 2 on the computer, because that's where it came out. And I like I played Diablo. It was one of the first games that I was allowed to play, which sounds weird now that I realized I was playing Diablo when I was, like, 6. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a baby. But, like... Yeah, that was like it was really hard to play as, as a computer game. So when I saw that it was ported to my Xbox 360, because I'm still really behind, um, it's it's really definitely a controller game for me, especially with some of the moves that are just like all of the buttons on your controller. You just mm-hmm. go around in a circle. I couldn't imagine doing that with a keypad. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with it on my 360. Um, I think it's been ported up to the Xbox One, and I think it's really cheap. So yeah, it has been, um, and uh, I've been. Contemplating grabbing it. Um, just if you get the 360 version, we can play together. If you get the one version, I can't play with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I don't know. I haven't turned my 360 on in so long. So Turn it on the, the one version. <laughs> okay, it's Sorry. pretty. Oh, you're good. <laughs> so that's what I was playing. That's what I've been playing this week. <laughs> what about you, Alex? What you been um, playing, darling? Um, I pretty much have been playing one thing and one thing only, and that's The Division. Um, I play it almost every night, and wait until like 10 o'clock when the kids have to go to bed, or I play in the morning when the kids are in school, because it's a lot more palatable. Mm-hmm. Someone told me that if you're going to do some hardcore Dark Zone, um, that you need to play at 6 a.m., because it's when most people have stayed up all night and they're getting really sloppy. So <laughs> I might try that. But no one like gets up to play at six. So you're if you're fresh, you're usually in much better shape. So I'm, I might do that. We'll see. So you're gonna get up at six you're gonna get up at like five forty five, get your coffee ready. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean maybe. Help me get some stuff done. I, I really like the division. No no one else on the blog has played it, right? Yeah, I play it. Oh, are you playing it? Mm-hmm. What are you playing it on? The one I don't play very much. Oh, All right. I, I need that. to get. I'm playing so many different things that that I haven't been able to dedicate a whole lot of time to stuff. Because I'm playing all the things. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what sucks. But I've been, well, you know, what I've been really been playing lately. But see, I can be persuaded to get really into something, um, especially once this week is over. Yeah. I'll probably be easily persuaded. Well, I wish you had it on the. F- 
PS4, because that's what I'm playing it on. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, though. Oh, I'm playing uh, Uncharted 4 on my PS4. Oh, are you? Mm-hmm. I thought about getting that. And I actually dusted it off to, <laughs> to play <laughs> Uncharted 4. Well, that's why I got the Division on it, because it's like, I want to use it. You know? I, I do this with I do this with every every time the, the new generation of the PlayStation comes out. I'm like I'm gonna buy it because I want to play. I bought this one because I wanted to play um, the hell the Horizon game. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that I can never remember the title of. You know. I got it for the Witness. Oh God. Mm-hmm. I, um. I was, got it. The Witness was amazing. Why? Oh God. Besides the Jonathan Blow. But. Yeah. Besides Dark Souls Three, <laughs> <laughs> no Bloodborne, and it ended up on my doorstep. Okay. <laughs> huh. so, I didn't pay. I got my PS4 at the version gift, so that's why I have one. <laughs> right, and you, you haven't plugged it up yet, so I'm not even talking to you. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I want to move in a week. Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. That's why I bought the PS4. Oh. Uh, um, I was like, it's going to come out. I'm going to go ahead and buy it now. Maybe I'll play some other stuff in the meantime. And then at least you got it. Yeah, I got it. And uh, mm-hmm. so, um, but I, so I got uh, Uncharted 4, and I've been playing that. Um, I dusted it off to play that. And I'm playing, okay, I was, I was playing a lot of um, Quantum Break. On my uh, Xbox One, but okay, so I don't watch TV, right? I mean, everybody knows that about me. I'm not a TV person. Don't watch TV. So, but I really wanted to play Quantum Break because it felt a lot like Heavy Rain, you know, and the, those kind of cinematic mixed genre games that I really, really like, right? But they're interactive enough that they keep me engaged. But so when you do that and then you make me play through and you have me play through after you play through like two acts before before it happens the first time and then you go okay you you know played through an act here's your reward and you give me an, a one hour fucking TV show in the middle of my game <laughs> oh gosh yeah I'm like I, I so it's like I can't I can't it's like I don't watch TV for real, so I don't want to watch TV in the middle of my video game. But I do want to see where the narrative goes, so I'll probably go ahead and get over being really pissed off at the game and finish it um, sometime over the next, you know, month or so. Yeah, I'm like, X, 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 when can I skip it? X, X, X through that shit. <laughs> right! It's so, sometimes I even turn the volume off and I, like, walk away. I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm not a fan of like a good movie mode, but even that sounds like too much for me. Like movie modes that go over like ten minutes, I'm just like, are we done yet? I'm not oh, even good with opening cutscenes anymore. James <laughs> <laughs> was asking me about D3 because I played it and beat it, and I was like, I don't remember anything. I played it with the volume off, and I skipped every scene. <laughs> it's a straight up, it's a straight up TV drama episode. That's exactly what it is. Okay, oh let me gosh, let me explain to you this way. When you if you download the the video, they're not even cutscenes. If you download uh, the video interstitials, it's 75 gigabytes. Oh no. Oh no. Straight up TV episodes. Yeah. 
I don't watch TV, so I damn sure don't want to watch a TV episode after every act of my game. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm really pissed about that. Um, so and I was and so I'll jump and I was gonna go I was gonna fire it up the other day and I was like you know what I can't I can't do it but I was but the Xbox One was the one um, and then I looked over and I realized that I had a completely unopened copy well I have unopened copies of lots of games why because I got a little problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to buy all these games. And then, um, that's me and Inquisition. I got it the day it came out, and it's still like, I'm not even through Origins. I have the third <laughs> game of the series, and I'm not even through the first. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fairly common. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I don't feel bad about it. But I, um, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch TV <laughs> in my game. So I'm going to go ahead, and I looked over, and the first thing I saw in my pile of shame was um, <laughs> Lego Jurassic World. So I popped in Lego Jurassic World um, and played like three or four hours of Lego Jurassic World <laughs> because it was cute and there were dinosaurs and there were little Lego people. I love the Lego games. I usually play them all with me. Um, but uh, this one I've been playing by myself. Um, <laughs> well, you know, because... You know, Lego Jurassic World. So that and mm -hmm. um, Stardew Valley I've been playing. And that game is horrible for me because whenever I turn it on and say, I'm only going to play for an hour or two, like four hours later. I liked that game. I thought that was pretty fun. I love that game. Stardew Valley is the reason I got through Halo 4. <laughs> Where did you reward yourself with Stardew Valley when you... Uh, yeah, after like... All that bullshit. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go play something I like. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, the end of Halo 4 was so bad. I started laughing hysterically. I didn't even know it. And like, my partner and my friend who were watching, like, who we were all playing through it together, just were like, I think Jinx is broken. And I just kept laughing. <laughs> Halo 4 um, broke. Yeah, that was what did it. Apparently, Halo 4. That's what makes it. <laughs> now everyone's gonna deal with it. That's Halo 4. And if you're yeah. like singing three, three, four, three, y'all can just go suck it. Your game sucks. <laughs> it does, man. <laughs> Smart enough um, to make it better. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I think I think that's all I've been playing. Unless you want to count sunken treasures that I've been playing a whole lot of on my phone. You um, always have some phone game going on. I do. I, I always have some phone game. That I'm like completely addicted to and playing like nonstop on the phone right now is Sunken Treasures, even though I was gonna buy the other day. Um, the the we had we had Amy Fredine on the other night. Um, the the new version of um, Never Alone for uh, uh, for phones and handhelds came out uh, last week. I didn't need to know. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah, the new and and it's called the it's called the knee edition. It's called less the less the knee means less go or key. Knee or key key. Mm -hmm. I think it is. It's less go. Um. So I'm really looking forward to actually downloading that and killing my phone battery over and over <laughs> and over again. Cause you know. Mhm. Mm that's what we do. Indeed. That is what you do. <laughs> So that's what I've been playing. 
Um, and so the next question is, who's reading something interesting? What are you? What are we reading, folks? What about you, Jinx? Uh, reading? I am reading the Halo Evolution series. Yeah, I'm a Halo fanboy. Um, <laughs> I'm reading Halo Evolutions, which is um, a series of short stories set in the Halo universe by um, all of their writers, all the good writers that they should have had writing the plot for Halo 4 and 5. And so they were writing this book. Um, and then all of the good plot that they put in this book, they were just like, ah, we're not going to put it in the game. So um, these books are more canon than the actual game, in my opinion. They're actually really well written. Um, there's uh, interstitial poetry in there, which are really nice uh, illustrations. Um, a wide cast of characters. There were lesbians in one of the stories. I was super excited. Of course, the lesbian died, but, you know. <laughs> we made it. We almost made it for a little while. Um, but, yeah. Oh. No, it was actually, it's really nice to see these books cover, like, the stuff that you don't see in the game, so, you know, you get more than the stone face. As much as I like you, Master Chief, you're kind of boring. So I get to see all the other people in there, and you get stories from the Covenant side, and apparently there's a short story about the flood in here somewhere. Haven't gotten there yet, but yeah, I've been flying through that. That's what I'm reading. <laughs> Wait, sounds um, cool. What about you, Alex? You read anything interesting? Oh, I read. I just finished a book called The Franklin Report. Have you guys ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Tell it's me not about video you. game related. What's <laughs> about this? Um, I I feel like I should not describe it because it's very triggery. But it's mm. it's like it's like about I'll try and not use too many words. Um, it's about this ring of people who buy and sell children to politicians uh, in the 70s and 80s. That was tied to a bank called the Franklin Bank in um, uh, where was it? Oklahoma. Mm. And it's like a 600-page book about all of the evidence and the interviews and. Um, it was really heavy. Did and you it, seek out the most horrible books you can possibly find to read? Kinda. Kinda. The one before that I read, it was like this, it was like about this group of women who got, like, raped and murdered by the same guy, and he, like, moved from state to state getting away from it. So anyway, then after that, um, <laughs> I read a really terrible Stephen King book. Like, I love crappy Stephen King books. This wasn't even entertaining. It was so stupid. It was called The Long Walk. It was terrible. Which one was it? The Long Walk. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think... No, it wasn't I good. I read that one. And then I started <laughs> reading a book called The Body Ecology about how your body is a microbiome and how to eat foods that balance each other to keep you in the healthiest health that has ever helped. So I'm all over the place, but I'm doing the a lot of reading. health has ever helped? <laughs> yeah. You should check out the Franklin Report. It's um. Nope, no, I never wanted to be mad. Nope. That'll do it. <laughs> you know how I am about kids, man. Well, you're burning some shit to the ground after this one. Nope. 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 What about you, Sam? Uh, I'm still noping over here. Nope. 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 Fuck you, sheep. Fuck you, sheep. I'm noping all over the place. Um. Well, I. I um, I've been teaching this uh, this module one summer class, and since it's a four week class, um, it is uh, two and a half, about two and a half hours, five days a week. So 
Um, I haven't had a whole lot of time for pleasure reading. Um, a lot of the reading that I have been doing um, has been uh, specifically about women in games. So a lot of reading about um, STEM education um, and elementary and middle school levels, uh, women working in STEM fields in general, women working in games, and women writing about the games that they've created um, and their experiences in the industry specifically. Um, so reading a lot of stuff like that, um, articles and um, kind of ethnographic books and such. Um, so that's what I've been reading. Um, nothing really for pleasure um, lately. I had started some stuff before the semester started that, that I really just kind of lost track of because I didn't have time to play anymore. I mean, play to read anymore. <laughs> kind of right. in a way. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been reading. Um, what about drinking? What you guys drinking? A nice big bottle of Mountain Dew because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a sparkling water because I have to drive to the airport. Unlike the fistful of painkillers washed down with a bottle of wine that Sam suggested. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe when I get back, I'll do that. Sam? Okay, what am I drinking? I am... <laughs> Sorry, I was answering a question about snacks. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh I am drinking a uh, Vandermill Totally Roasted, um, which is, of course, as as everybody knows, we've been we've been hitting the the Vandermill really hard. Mm -hmm. um, I've been playing a, I mean playing. I've been I'm finishing up. This is my last one of a four pack. Um, so I was really sad. I was like, I'm going to make it super cold because that's the way I like it. It's got to be super duper cold. Not got to be. I drink it. I will drink this stuff boiling hot because it's like my favorite cider ever. Favorite apple cider ever. Let me say that. Mm. It's a Michigan cider, um, which probably is another reason I love it so much, um, you know, being from Michigan and all. Um, but it's uh, a fairly dry apple cider. For those who don't know, but it's got cinnamon, vanilla, and pecan in it. And it is absolutely amazing. So and here's the best way to drink it, is to put it in the freezer for like an hour or so before you open it. And like closer to an hour and a half, two hours, in my freezer anyway is even better, because then there are just like little flecks of ice. Ice chunks, yes. Yeah. And it's like... I have truly died and gone to heaven. And <laughs> after the week that I've had, I deserve just a little bit of heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, heck, yes, you do. <laughs> Agreed. And I'm happy. I'm very happy. Damn. That's awesome. Yep. So... That's fun. And will bring us to news. Um, so not necessarily news, but I think there were two, several, two, uh, two that I want to focus on at least and whatever else comes up. Fairly interesting and significant things um, that popped up in the last week. -ish. 
So um, the first being, I mean, one of these we've, we've talked about on the on the blog um, already, and when I say we, I mean Jinx. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've done a fair bit of talking about it behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do the um, dance over here because of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys can't see it. It's fine. The uh, Sims 4 update came out that. Um, Basically, in a nutshell, allows you to be a transgender character, um, which is pretty amazing for those of us who are um, to the left of center or right of center, depending <laughs> on which from where you I use are. Gender variants all the time. <laughs> those of us gender variant. Because <laughs> it makes it seem like a spectrum of like paint colors. It's like here's a variation of colors. It's a variation of colors. Um, <laughs> when it comes to our gender identification, so um, it, it, it's pretty amazing to be able to to play as a female body character and choose clothing that yeah, I'm not really incredibly happy about. The, the the descriptions of the of clothing. Why not just mm -hmm. call it clothes and throw that shit That's, out there? Yeah, I mean they still got it, but at least it's a step forward. I'm, you know, like the character that I was able to create is like in a full suit and that's their everyday clothes. And I was like, yeah, look, it's me. It actually kind of looks like me now. It's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> Don't let him die. I did. Yeah. Oh no, I'm scared. Existential crisis. Yeah, I can't cook him. Oh, I shouldn't let my son make a pizza because it's going to be undercooked and kill him. Mm. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. I did find out, um, interestingly enough, I because I don't actually own the game, so I was looking through one of my um, friend, and all of the randomly created Sims now, like the random like ones that they just populate your town with, mm -hmm. also fall into the fact that none of them actually hit the gender binary anymore. Nice. Because that, that update is in there, so like we have a bunch of... like trans sims in your town now, too, and so, like, people are freaking out, of course, but it's hilarious to me, because it's like, look, it's an accurate representation of society, or more accurate representation of society. Yeah. So, that was a cool thing I didn't even think about, um, that update unlocking, but it actually makes the randomly created sims also uh, unlocked a little bit, so, that was cool. Yeah, that, I, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So I mean, because yeah, you know, but then at the same time, the the character screen still new Pokemon games. Yeah. And you know, God forbid, I play that game. I'm still happy as a as a male character because otherwise, you know, you play as a girly girl until. You know, and I and I always love it when people say, "Well, you can change your clothes." It's like, yeah, but you're like three, four, five hours in before you get to a point where you can change your clothes from the yeah. standard Catholic school Catholic schoolgirl fantasy fucking outfit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was yeah, because I think the the starting lineup for Pokemon Sun and Moon, um, because now you can pick like. Like different skin colors and stuff. Not a lot, but there's four. There's more than we had before. But we still have like a very stereotypical girl and a very stereotypical guy. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I guess I'm playing the guy character again. Yeah. I don't. I think they they took away the um clothing options, so I don't think you can change your clothes. But I don't know because I haven't really been following it as much. I don't think they've released gameplay yet. Um, oh, that would be horrible. 
That would be horrible yeah, even if, you know, even even though, yeah, because, I mean, if, like I said, if I play, I'm going to be, I'm going to be playing, um, I'm going to be playing a, um, a male character again, too, because, I, I mean, I have, um, any other time I've had to make the choice, um, because, yeah. I mean, like, an X and Y, I played a female-bodied character, but when Alpha and Sapphire came out, they, you couldn't pick clothes, and so I was like, oh, I don't want to wear skirts, so I'm playing a male character in that one. So. Yeah, see, I play, I played a male character next to my too. So I was just I was hoping for the best in the clothes thing, so I picked female. <laughs> well, okay. I did that in well, I did that in um, Yokai Pendant. <laughs> yeah, I and I call it Yokai Pendant because I was like, oh look, well the girl character's not too bad because you know she's got shorts on and you know a shirt, but you know at least it's not a skirt. It wasn't incredibly. You know, it wasn't anything that, that I would have worn even as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, well, you know what, I'm going to try it and see. And then the game was like, oh, yeah, well, you're a girl, but so you can't have a yokai watch. We're going to give you a pendant on a necklace to wear. It was and the only thing I was really happy about with, um, with uh, Pokemon is that everybody gets that, like, gaudy-ass bracelet, the Mega Evolution Stone bracelet. Like, everybody uh-huh. gets it. Everyone gets a bracelet. Congratulations, yeah. you have this super gaudy bracelet. <laughs> and that's fine. That is fine. Everyone gets the bracelet. Do you think, from a programming perspective, it would be just as easy to open up all of the, like in Sims, to open up all the options? You know, and like the only thing that that's keeping them from doing that is the social norms of it. So, cut, cut it. Let's roll. You know. Mm-hmm. And in a game like for like Pokemon, where it's not you're not the focus. Like yeah, you're kind of like this cool Dustin kid, but like that's not the focus. The focus is like the cool little Pokemon that you're getting. Like I don't understand why the gender of the character you're playing matters at all. It's it's something that's always like kind of struck me as odd because the focus mm-hmm. isn't you. It's supposed to be the the team that you create and the bond you create with them. So when you see the back of your head the whole time, like seriously, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's under the hat, but I guess it does matter now. It's like, who cares? Anyway, so that, and then, of course, yay, because, you know, video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> now, okay, so, look, let me, let me start, let me start with this. Alex, you remember this. When um, they announced Watch Dogs, the original uh-huh. at E3, I was like, okay, that's a system seller for me. I'm pre-ordering Watch Dogs yep. and buying an Xbox One just to play that game. Yep. Because it was supposed to be a launch title. Uh-huh. Remember that? I do. And they got delayed, and I wanted to scream and curse and burn things. Uh-huh. Um, but I still, even though there were like no other launch titles I wanted to play... I still went ahead and got the Xbox One. So when Watch Dogs came out, and it was a fucking trash fire. Oh my god, yes. I was so mad. <laughs> because I had been waiting so long for this game. And had probably, in every way possible, fucking marketing people, that this was going to be the most awesome gaming experience I had ever had in my entire life. And it was horrendous. Oh, so, I sent you that one. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
So what are your feelings on this new uh, news item then? So when Watch Dogs 2 <laughs> was announced, <laughs> my first reaction was, why on God's green earth would I give you $70 of my hard-earned money <laughs> for a sequel to a game that I would not purchase for my worst enemy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the then. internet exploded mm. because people recognized, realized that our protagonist is no longer Aiden, yep. but is now a black male character. <gasps> no way! Oh my god, that's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful, boy. Can I that on fire? I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm never gonna play oh a video God. game. Again. There are there are black people in video games. We're done. We're done. It's over. First the gays. It's just another one of those SJW PC characters. Why it's got to be Marcus instead of Aiden? I don't want to play one of those black skinned people. I, why we gotta have a Negro character? Oh my God. Yeah. I like this comment. I'm gonna start by saying I'm not racist. Always a good start. Yeah. Oh, okay, and racist. capitalize racist. Yes, I thought we really too. need a black main character just as much as we need a female protagonist. What's your thoughts about this? Like more realistically, this story should be about a big fat white guy who never leaves his chair, or an Asian. Like, <laughs> actually, more realistic. <laughs> oh my God, it should be like a forty-five-year-old woman because that's the biggest growing demographic of gamers. But whatever. Anyway, the the comments more realistically that came. After this announcement, we're so fucking ridiculous. You shouldn't have minorities in a game just to represent minorities. You're supposed to make a video game with good characters and stellar gameplay, not some fill out some arbitrary SJW checklist so that no one's feeling. Did you play the first one? But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> but also, like, like, why is just because it's a black character? Why is why are they automatically a bad character? Like, you shouldn't just have a minority. You're supposed to make good characters. By good, I mean white. Done. Like, like what are you, you know, what are you arguing for there? <laughs> it's something, it's something I noticed. I did a survey for Sam's class talking about, like, transgender representation in games, and I noticed that people immediately assumed when I said, hey, what would you do if you had a trans main character? And it's like, it doesn't matter if they're trans. It just matters that they're a good character. And I said, I never said they were going to be a good character. I just said they were going to be trans. Right. And it was, like, this automatic assumption that if they're not, like, this white cis dude, they're going to be, you know, they're not going to be a good character. And it was, yeah. I, was con- I was baffled because that was the universal response to that question. It was yeah. just like, I, as long as it's a good character. Yeah. I never said it wouldn't be. I said it was going to be every AAA title that you've ever played, just the main character is going to be trans. And it was oh. like, I'm automatically not a good character. I just wonder where that thought process comes well, I think, from. I think, it's, I think what it is is people who have a knee-jerk reaction to not seeing themselves on the screen, you know, uh... Which Get mad when someone else does see themselves right. on screen? Well, I think what it is, is is they can't deal with the feelings, and they don't identify with race being racist. So they go to, well, we just want good characters. So I think that's like the middle ground where people like try to justify the fact that they're uncomfortable playing someone that doesn't look like them or talk like them or act like them. They, they say, well, you know, I don't want that. I just want a good character, which, which actually means I want a character that looks, sounds, acts like me, which is straight white male whatever um, 
And I, I because because only so many people are going to go write these kind of comments, right? Like, but I think a lot right, of people yeah. will fall back on like, no, 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 I, like actually, I'm not racist. I just want a good character. But really, what they're saying is, I want a character that looks like me because I think that's a good character. Okay, so here's the thing. So if they're going to change the protagonist mm-hmm. with every iteration of this game, why is it that in these people's minds? Every character has to be white and male. So here's my here's my suggestion. Because all these people are swearing that they're not going to buy this game and they're not going to play this game and they're never going to buy another Ubisoft game ever in life mm-hmm. because they made a black male protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. My <laughs> suggestion, and I want to make this suggestion to all game developers, AAA, indie, mobile, you name it. Make Every character in every game for the next 12 months, African-American. Yeah. So that all of these assholes will have to shit or get off the pot in terms <laughs> of... It's a really good ...quitting idea. video games. And if they quit, guess what? We will Better all be... Better games for us. Better games for us, right? Right. Right. I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't. You know what? I don't ask that all characters be African American, or Hispanic, or Native American, or any. Or or I don't ask that they be of any race. I want better representation in general. So I don't need for all of my characters to be minority characters because that that does not represent the world around me. Right. I do want. Mm-hmm. Some minority characters in the game. I do want some women in the game, and I would like for those women to wear clothes. Yes. I do want some oh trans characters in the game, and I would like for them not to be caricatures and to be the butt of every fucking trans joke on the face of the planet. These Can are the they also be in the game for longer than a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be nice. Don't give in to the idiot of the fucking internet. I still say it, and I will say it time and time again, I will say it for as long as I do game studies, and I will say it till I die, because I will play fucking video games until the day I die. I still say all that shit started with the ending of Mass Effect 3. Mm. Mm. Idiots on the internet were heartened and validated by the fact that they were able to bully a triple A game developer into changing the fucking ending of a game post production. Once they let, once they gave one of that, gave into that shit, they were like, "Fuck this, we have all the power. You ain't got shit. You either play it or you don't." It's a really interesting point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that because I didn't follow. But you, you are right. That's kind of where everything started exploding. At least in the voices got loud because they were empowered. Hmm. All that shit's Bioware's fault. <laughs> well. Let's blame Bioware. Let's not throw Bioware totally under the bus. They've had their moments. They've had their moments. I'm kidding. <laughs> what? I mean, you know I'm kidding. All the, yeah. But yeah, that yeah. is the point. That's the point at which it, at which it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. You you don't take you don't buy a book, read that motherfucker, and then take it back to Barnes and Noble and say I don't like the way this shit ended. Can I get my money back? 
Um, I don't know about you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't, don't make me disconnect you on this call. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I've never gotten given a book back. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You, you don't do that with anything else. You don't, you know, you don't go to the movies and say, you know what, I don't like the way Iron Man ended. Can I give a 750 back? No, you don't. <laughs> yep. And also, like, you know, artistic integrity, like, not liking the ending doesn't mean it's a bad game, doesn't mean that it should be changed. It's just, I hate the ending of, like, 90% of the books I read. I'm like, fuck that, and then I want to go read another book, you know? I mean... That's part of the experience. I hate the ending of lots of games that I play. Mm. I hate the middles and the beginning of lots of games <laughs> that I play. <laughs> you know, and that's just like that's just like this bullshit this this bullshit Steam refund. Right? If you don't you know, if you play a game for two hours or less and you don't like it, we'll refund your money. No. You know what? Guess what? That you know, that's the chance you take. We have done this. I have bought games for 40 fucking years. Not once have I said, didn't like that game, didn't like the way it ended, I wonder if I can get my money back. Mm-hmm. Not once. Not once. I was said before, burn me once. Okay, shame on you. Burn me twice, shame on me. I'm going to wait and wait to uh, what, see what other people say and see how buggy it is or see if people say that was the worst game ever. If I really want to, if I really say, you know what, maybe this is going to be iffy and I don't want to spend my 70 bucks, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm not going to play two hours of a game and say, give me my money back. That's crazy. It's like a commitment you're making. Even like since the, I remember going to like, I don't know, all the now defunct media stores and buying games, they always had no no return policy on games. Right. And even if there is a return policy, so you return it for the same title if it's defective. Right, right, exactly, or unopened or something. But you can't play it and bring it back. You are making a commitment to that game, and that game is making a commitment to you. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Because you know the people who made the game. Guess what? They don't get their money. They don't get their money back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Arctic Kingdom is Amalar. <laughs> Look, I liked that game. I that was one of my favorite games ever. I loved that game. I bought the DLC. I got it all. Yes. I thought it was a great game. I did too. I liked it better than uh, what was the other big game that came out around the same time that you loved? Um, uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Way better than Skyrim. You know what? And I said, I said the same thing too when it came out. I was, and everybody was like, "You're insane!" I was like, "Nope, it's a better game." Skyrim, Skyrim was a subpar game to me. I was I, when, especially when you compared it, compared it to uh, Oblivion. Oblivion was fantastic. Mm. Skyrim left me cold. Oh, I thought you loved Skyrim. No, not as much as Oblivion, and not as much as Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm only playing those two games if I break both my legs. Yeah. There's no other reason that I should be in those games because I know I won't do anything but play them. So, <laughs> yeah, especially Kings of Anwar. I just got obsessed with that game. That game was amazing. It was really good. If you so when you see this in a in a in a used bin because that's all you're gonna find, 
definitely picked yeah. up, Jinx. I'm, I'm, I will you know what? For it. If that game, if that game comes backwards compatible, you can say goodbye to me for 40 or 50 <laughs> hours because I'm gonna play it all over again with all the DLC. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. I should try and break my leg today. No, you know what? As much shit as you break, Konika, so many times you've broken your fucking ankles, I'm going to ask you not to do that. Yeah, the last time I broke my leg, I played through... Oh, it was perfect, because it was like the day Tropico 5 came out. <laughs> oh, my God. And you didn't need the internet to play it, and I was living in the RV. So it was just like weeks of that. Oh, it was so great. Mm-mm. It was good times. So for those of you who don't know, Alex has toothpick leg joints. <laughs> <laughs> And they just randomly snap. I do break them a lot. (laughs) I keep the boot on hand now, though, so if I, like, like weaken it, because I know the next step is going to be a break, then I can wear the boot around for a while. (laughs) Seems like a good solution. Yeah, it does. Seems like a perfect solution to me. Oh, my gosh. The biomed over here is crying. I'm so sorry. I can't you need it. (laughs) All right. So, okay, (laughs) that was news on that note. Um, So (laughs) let's go and let's talk about what is actually our topic of the week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We want to talk about some Stardew Valley. Yay, gay farming. (laughs) Yay, gay farming. (laughs) Did you say gay gay farming? Gay farming, that is my nickname for this game. It is what I've been calling this game since it came out. It is my gay farming game. Can we? I want to hear about this. Go. Oh, okay. Um, I don't so, think I have as much. Uh, there's there's only one way to play this game. It is gay farming. I am totally completely with Jinx on this one. Well, I don't think I've played as much as you guys have. So fill me in on why it's gay farming. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm technically. I don't. Can you call my character gay? I don't know. I'm playing a female-bodied character, but the sprite I've made is really neutral-looking, which was awesome. So, like, mm-hmm. the only sucky part is that they used female pronouns, but that's fine. Um, and I, you can, you know, you have the marriage options, and there's like, you know, uh, four, four girls, four guys. Anyway, I think it's gonna be five now with the update. Can't wait for the update. Um, but like immediately fell in love with Maru, who's this like geeky scientist nurse character, and I was just like, how how could you how could you look at any of these other options and not date Maru? Like you have to you have to go and you have to date Maru. Um, but like all of the characters are like the marriage candidates are a little fun, but like the girl marriage, I don't know. I really like it. So, but the only way that you can play this game is like to be a gay farmer. I think I agree with Sam. Like. Because, like, nobody bats an eye when you're sitting there and, you know, befriending everybody, but, like, you're a female-bodied person and you're dating um, another female-bodied person. And it's actually, like, really funny. Oh, is that technically a spoiler, I guess? Yeah, it's technically a spoiler. Not really. I don't think so. Well, I was going to talk about um, the, the scene with Maru when her dad comes down. Like, well, you're not going to spoil it for me because I don't listen to the story, so... Anybody's oh, okay. spoiler alert, right. ears if you don't want. Yeah, I guess this is a, the quick scene with Maru if you're dating her. Um, but, like, her dad comes down and immediately jumps to the conclusion that you guys are about ready to, like, make out, have, like, this huge make-out session. And it's just, like, you know, two female-bodied people. And he's just like, no, you're obviously having a make-out session instead of, like, working on robots. Which is hilarious to me. Because it's just like, yeah, it's just you happen to be her, like, really good friend, so you're obviously making out. Like, that's what you're doing. So, you want to know the funniest thing about that scene? Hmm. That was 
completely a scene from my life as a high school student. Um, my best friend and I, who does not listen to the podcast, even though we are still like Facebook friends, and I, and I know and I still know and keep in touch with. Um, I was head over heels in love with her, and she never knew it. <laughs> but we were doing something, working on a class project or something, um, in her room. We were probably fourteen or fifteen, and her father, who you know was an interesting human being, um, came in and accused us of the very same thing. Oh, my God. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, it's my life right here on the fucking screen. It's my life again. <laughs> um, I, I will say I had that happen to me, too. My my dad thought that I was, like, inviting a bunch of people over to, like, make out with them, and, like, he accused us of that, and then he goes, wait, that's my dream, because, like, I I'm ace, and I didn't date anybody during high school. Uh, <laughs> and he was just hoping that, like, all the people I was inviting, I don't know, I guess he was just hoping we'd have a massive orgy in the basement, instead we were playing in, like, Kingdom Hearts or something. So, it was just like, yeah, we're just having a huge video game party. Like, we're having exactly what we told you we were doing. Isn't that horrible? Oh, God. Uh -huh. For, for what it's worth, my best friend and I were not about to make out. We were working on a class project. And I think in the scene in the game, you were about to work on a robot, too. But yeah. <laughs> like, yes. You know. um, um, so, question. Uh, Screw you guys. I was making out with people in my basement. Boom. And I know you're going to listen to this podcast. What's that? From time to time. <laughs> I'm going to have to send her a message on Facebook to make sure she listens to this. Right. <laughs> so was, is, is, is or was Maru your love interest in, in uh, Stardew things? Oh, yeah. I, I try, I'm trying to befriend everybody, but like instantly it was like, can you hear Maru? Here's all these diamonds. Please love me. Yep. Yeah, it was just like, please love me. You're the best. Um. I don't know why. I didn't even give the other people a chance. And now, like, looking back, I think I would have liked Leia as well, the mm -hmm. artist. She's really fun. Um, Maru was, was it for me, and I, I don't give a shit about anybody else. I get mad <laughs> when I have to be in other people to, to, to do things in the game, right? I'm like, what do you mean I got to be a friend to go in this person's room and pick up these purple shorts off the floor? What do you mean? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. I can just walk through that fucking door. I don't have to be her friend to walk through a door. Um. <laughs> so it really kind of made me mad that I had to befriend other people. This uh, game makes me feel better though because like I have social anxiety. I can't talk to people in real life. Like it's really really hard for me to make friends because um, I'm just awkward all over it. Sam, you know this from real life because like I, you know awkward <laughs> all over your table all the time, and it's just. Like, this makes me happy. It's like, look, I can make friends because I just throw milk at them. And now they love me. <laughs> Fine. Well, you know, so for those who don't know, so this game is part dungeon crawler, part farming sim, part dating sim. That covers everything in the game, right? Farming, dating, dungeon crawler, sandbox. I, I call it sandbox, too, because you really have no time limit for anything. Except for the dating sim part. Well, I mean, not really. Well, because when you're giving know. when you're giving gifts to get to the like next level, you have to you have to give both gifts within two days of each other. Oh, I didn't know that. I never did. Really? Because I've had my like my little um, 
my little check marks disappear because if I didn't get oh, there no, with those, the those reset tonight. every Sunday. Like regardless. You can only give two gifts a week, and then they always reset every Sunday. It doesn't matter if you do it two days in a row or not. Oh, uh, see, I always assumed it was two days. Where maybe it's because I always do it at the end of the week, because I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to do this. Yeah, no, um, that just resets every Sunday. So, like, and I sometimes go a whole season without giving anybody anything, just stay on the farm. So You know, and I, I do that, too. Between <laughs> that and the and the dungeon, the, the, the dating sim part makes me anxious. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I maybe that's why I, I think I just went like oh I want to date Mario and I didn't like try for anybody else because I didn't want to like deal with it and but now that I've played like I th three years in the game I'm like I guess I should friend for it um, and I don't know I think some of the the story not story I guess I don't know like the little backstories for some of them mm -hmm. um is really cool. And, like, it, it shows a diverse population, which I didn't expect in a farming sim. Because um, yeah. I've played, like, all the Harvest games ever, and it's kind of the same stories every time. Mm -hmm. And you get a very, like, either a very stereotypical population or a very, like, same population. So it's, like, you have, like, a war veteran, and you have, like, this old guy who doesn't want to talk to anybody and a super nice wife and his... And, like, Leia is, is bisexual, like, canonly bisexual, not just because you're there, but, like, talks about it, and, like, you get to meet her ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, and, like, the, the stereotypical goth and the stereotypical goth friend, but he's friends with the jock, which is cool. Like, it's, so you see these stereotypes, but they, like, they break them really quietly. Mm-hmm. If you just, like, pay attention to them. And so I think that's why the social part of it hasn't freaked me out as much, because mm -hmm. they just kind of... I think the only stereotypical character who is like horribly stereotypical is like Penny, the uh, like really ditzy blonde. Is it, no, not Penny. She's the teacher. Haley, Haley, the stereotypical blonde kid. Yeah. I th yeah, she's like really, but like her mom is the not stereotypical one. Like her mom is like the the seamstress, down to earth one. So that was interesting. Mhm. Mm um. But yeah, it just it looks like they took a lot of the um stereotypes and it was just like no we can show you that you can be this thing but also be friends like you can be gothic and also play sports or or you can be um uh you know into robots and also be a nurse and also be into like painting or whatever and so it was kind of nice um instead of being like shoehorned into like this is the one thing you do this is like they show these 8-bit characters as being more than one thing so I was really impressed with that and that was that was the thing, and that's kind of what I've been saying to myself over and over again. Stardew is the Harvest Moon game I always wanted mm, mm -hmm. and never got. And I think that that's why I keep going, oh, my God, I just wish they would, like, put this on DS or because um, I want it on a handheld yeah. for some reason. I can see it. Like I, I want them to I, – I like the 8-bit graphic. I think it's it's endearing, but I kind of want them to port it to like Harvest Moon graphics, like, and see like the console graphics of a Harvest Moon game, and see if, if we could still get the kind of like gender ambiguity because you can actually make a character that looks like really female or really masculine, but you can also make something who looks really ambiguous like the character that I'm playing. And I would love to see if they would like still hold true to that because like they really definitely made your character kind of like be who you want to be. 
the only thing that we're going to make you do is you have to go start a farm. But you don't have to farm in any way that we're going to tell you. You can just go be a dungeon crawler and plant flowers. Yep. Or you can make a greenhouse full of these really ancient seeds that and make a seed maker and churn out these like $75,000 gem berries the whole time, and that's all you can do. Um, you know, it's like they don't really make you do anything um, other than go to this farm, but you don't even have to stay on it, really. Um, yeah, I, and so, I, yeah, Sam, I agree with you. I think it's the Harvest Move game we always wanted. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that I find it interesting because I tend to farm enough to uh, have food for my dungeon crawling. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to go and pick up some shit in dungeons and fight some stuff and do some stuff. So when you guys go through... Yes, I feel fine. Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's pretty common. Oh, You'll okay. figure that out. Um, yes. So, um, what was I going to say? Okay, so so I don't know, I've probably, I'm probably only like, I don't know, four or five hours into the game. And I had a really hard time... Um, like, figuring out the mechanics of things. Like, I mean, I probably spent 45 minutes on the internet trying to figure out how to buy seeds. Like, mm. Mm. like I couldn't figure it out. So I kept going up yeah. to the little seed baskets. And then I'd, like, Google okay. how to find how to buy seeds. How to, and, like, you know, that wasn't... Because apparently no one's stupid enough. But, like, I kept going up and talking to the guy, and he, like, wouldn't give me the option. I thought, apparently I'm just dumb. So, like... Like I love the game, like, but I had a, I had a hot, really slow time getting started, because the mechanisms. Maybe it's because I only played one Animal Crossing and only one Harvest Moon, but like the mechanisms didn't make sense to me. Or how to, yeah, how to get seeds. Just just a bunch of little things like that that I had a hard time even getting going. So, yeah. but no, I remember having to look that sort of stuff up too. I I had to look up how to move furniture and move stuff that I'd put down. Well, I don't know how to do um, that either. Yeah, it's. I don't know if it's just like I'm really bad with like controls, but I can only do it with a mouse. But I played the whole thing else with a gamepad. Mm, interesting. So like, yeah, it's like you have to like right click on it, and I cannot translate that to the gamepad. Um, it's a little bit buggy. Yeah. So like I, I just hope that the first time I put furniture down, I don't do anything with it after that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I think it's because the game doesn't give you a full tutorial. In terms of how to do this, mm-hmm. and there, there is no, there's no section on um, game controls in the in the menu that pops up that has all the pause and construct and all that other stuff. There's nothing there that says push this to do this. Um, so you just kind of figure it out. Yeah, I'm okay. With, I am okay with that. And there's just there's so many things to do. It just mm-hmm. it's it's a I remember being frustrated at first, like, I can't, I got lost, I was about to die, the only thing I had was, like, a fishing pole, I couldn't find seeds, I'm like, I'm never gonna be able to do this game, so I put it down for a long time, and then finally, like, got back to it after all the good, because I played it, like, the first day it came out, I played it for a while, I was like, and so there's, of course, not a ton of walkthroughs and stuff online, so I was like, eh. but, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a slow learning curve, I bet I only know, like, 5% of the stuff even now, Let but me- it's, but it feels like I'm getting my, I'm getting the worth out of it that I'm putting in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's important. But so, when you guys dungeon crawl, you do you like harvest a bunch of food and then bring it, or do you like cook something, or what do you do? 
I've now started cooking stuff before. I just took a bunch of cave carrots. Like, I couldn't figure out what was best. I would, like, buy... There's a dwarf you can get to eventually, and he has minor streets, and that's what I used. Yep. Um, and now I just make a bunch of sashimi. It doesn't really do much, but <laughs> I just carry fish with me all the time. <laughs> so you just eat sushi as you walk through. <laughs> Basically, just eat sushi, like, bean Do you guys pots. mine up all the little rocks, or just the ones that have something good? It well, depends sometimes on though, what I'm looking for. Yeah, it depends on what you're looking for, but then sometimes the ones that are just generic rocks will have stuff in them, too. Hmm. Yeah, like geodes and gold. And sometimes there'll be, like, copper in them, or but there'll only be, like, one instead of, like, the the sparkly ones that'll yeah. have, like, three or four or five or whatever the hell there's mm-hmm. in those. Because I just, I just went into the mines today. This morning was my first time, so. And I, I think, I don't know, I made it probably, like, ten you, Do you have a sword? <laughs> yeah, they gave me a sword when I okay. went in there. Okay, because I made the mistake of going in there. Like, they gave me the sword, but I didn't equip it, so I was sitting there, like, hitting things with my shovel. Oh, yeah. Or that's my what, hoe. That's what I was doing. I was like, I'm dying. Why is this happening? Oh, they gave me a sword, because I was having so much trouble with the inventory. I still have trouble with my inventory. Um, yeah. Not super intuitive. Yeah. It, it was funny, because I was like, I'm used to the Harvest Moon, and that inventory bar is very, like, Harvest Moony. But it's just, like, sometimes when I'm doing, like, I'll be mining, and then I and I need to switch to the sword, and I go the wrong way. Yeah. I don't know, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, cycling back and forth, and it was, like, it's actually in, like, the part you can't get to. And yeah, it's in the backpack. Like, uh, um, yeah, it's in the backpack. It's not in your inventory bar. Yeah. Well, the the interesting thing is, and to, to go back to a, a second to talk about, to talking about gender identification and then the clothing choices. So, yes, mm-hmm. I chose a female body character, and then dress her exactly like me. <laughs> so she's wearing black pants and a black t-shirt and black shoes. Because nice. That is basically it, it, it's insane if you ever walk into my closet and my and my and my bedroom I have this huge walk-in closet and I I have an entire row and and um, my my ex counted once at that time that like the number used to be for me used to be all khakis all the time. And just every color. I had like 37 pair of khakis in all shades of brown and green. Huh. But it was easier. <laughs> and now, if you walk into my closet, I still have tons of khakis. But the, the bulk of the pants in my closet are black pants. They're all, I, have, I probably have 20, 25 pair of black pants of different, of different and varying kinds. So, you know, because it's easier. Black goes with everything. I don't yeah. have to worry about anything, so I can just grab a pair of black pants and throw on a t-shirt. I really don't care what black pants they are, um, <laughs> as long as they're black. Um, so, so I made a character who was a lot like me. Now, what was really disconcerting, <coughs> excuse me, was the first time I went to the spa, and it put me in a two-piece bathing suit. Yeah, that shocked me. I would, I, I've actually not gone back to the spa because of that. <coughs> Excuse me. It was kind of disconcerting. I was like, wow, I don't get a choice. And mm-hmm. you just put me in a bikini. Um, I totally forgot about that. I, yeah, I won't even go back to the spa now that you say that. I have avoided it. it it's... it's <laughs> Strange, right? Especially a game that that seems to be so open in terms of um, giving you freedom in terms of gender expression that they would kind of lock you into that. 
I, I know it seems uh, to some people it's going to seem like that's pretty trivial, but it's kind of it was jarring because mm-hmm. I, the first time I went to the spa, I was probably I don't know ten plus hours into the game, maybe more than that. I can't. I don't know how long I've been playing the game because since I'm playing it in a wine wrapper, um, it it doesn't log my hours properly on Steam. Um, so I don't mm. know how many hours I've been playing. Um, but yeah, I must have been 10 plus hours in the first time I went into the spa. And, and that was kind of the first time that I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Um, so I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And, and I know that there are lots of um, mods out there that change things. Like there are lots of mod, there's a mod out there that makes um, that makes the some of the characters in the game appear older because they they do have very young almost childlike features um mm-hmm. like there's one that makes um uh Maru's skin darker her hair curlier and her face older it changes her glasses as well which I would love to have but mm-hmm. I, like I said I'm playing it in a wine wrapper I I and I don't want to install it on my on my PC um, simply because on my on my Windows PC, simply because you know that damn thing weighs 475 pounds, even my laptop to carry. So <laughs> I'd much be, I'd much rather be playing it on my MacBook because I can carry it around and play more readily. Um, but so it's it's just that I know that there are mods out there that fix a lot of issues that people have seen with uh, the way characters look. Um, and are constructed, um, mm-hmm. and it makes me kind of sad. It almost makes me want to play on my PC so that I can fix things the way that I want them to be fixed. I don't know. And I wonder, because they said that they're uh, addressing some of the problems with the character models and the update, and I wonder if they're going to actually address that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, I've been on the Wikipedia a lot trying to get this whole, like, everyone be friends with me. And, like, they show all of the old character art, and some of them, you know, they look older, or the it's, um, you know, the, you can see that they've lightened the skin color or whatever. And it, it makes me wonder if they're going to go back to some of those, that it was um, because of these comments. Because the person who's, I think it's one guy, but I don't know, he seemed to be very receptive of... Um, not criticism, but like constructive criticism, not like in the way that we were talking about earlier where it's just like, oh, I'm going to change the whole game because you're complaining, but like in the idea like, hey, you know, why does, why yeah. does this work this way or that? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I have my fingers crossed for the update because it's a pretty substantial update uh, programming-wise because he's adding in uh, more content. So it makes me wonder. Yeah, and it is. It's, it is. It's one guy. Um, who's made this entire game, and he's doing all the updates. And I think he's also working on, I want to say, I need to look. Um, He's working on a console version. Yeah, all by himself. Yeah. And so that's why I have my fingers crossed that maybe this update, if if, even if we don't get all of this, maybe he'll address some of this, because he was definitely definitely forward-thinking in the base of the game, I think. Um, Mm Mm-hmm just because he was trying to do his best and showing this whole, like, people are diverse. And so I would I would hope. I don't know if there's, like, a message board where you be like, hey, when you do your update, can you do this, this, and this, or this, this, and this reasons? I'm not sure if there's somewhere I can be like, your game is great, this would make it better with your update. 
I bet you can. Um, can you not stick me in a, not stick me in a, a bikini? Yeah, can, can I can I be a gender neutral character? So can I wear like a t-shirt and and uh, uh, swim trunks, please? I mean, <laughs> you know, even a tank my... top and swim trunks, anything other yeah. than you know a bikini. Yeah, uh, I totally forgot about that. I I, I basically just car- had my character stand backwards. So I didn't have to look at it. it. Freaked me out. Um, so <laughs> I I wonder if there was like a, there's a way that we can approach that that isn't the Steam forums because I don't want to post on the Steam forums. Yeah, um, right. And and I don't know. Uh, guy who did Stardew Valley, please um, <laughs> mail this over the interwebs. It's so interesting that somebody made a diverse game that was trying to be thoughtful to show how good a game is, and gaming didn't end, and like the world didn't break. You would think, based on the responses we get from diverse <laughs> games, that the world would literally explode when a game with diversity and non-gender binaries and things like that exists, but I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Maybe the update. Once maybe, they take maybe, it, maybe the key, that was the only thing that was keeping it. Maybe. I mean, there's also, like, there's, like, well, even then, like, in that flower dance scene, like, when you do the flower dance, you dance with the male side, um, if you're a female-bodied person, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're, like, asking to dance with girls, mm-hmm. like, you, they put you on the male side, like, nobody asks any questions. Right. Um, I haven't done it the other way because I said I just went straight to Mars. I don't know if like if you're the female body, like if you if you're dating a male body person, if you they put you on the female side, uh, they don't make you wear a dress though, which was interesting. Which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and like at the wedding scene, I was in my farming clothes. They didn't even put me in a suit. <laughs> you got married in your farming clothes. I'm not married yet. Oh um, yeah, I. It was just one of those things I was playing it like Harvest Moon, so I wasn't playing it like, oh, I'm going to explore the options. And, you know, no one even faults you, I don't think, for not getting married. But it was just like, eh, whatever, I'll get married and I'll adopt a kid. Because you can adopt a kid, and I have a kid. Who's a name I don't think is Potato. I forget what I named him. I almost named him Potato, though. <laughs> I wonder if I can adopt a kid. Is my kid, his name is Potato? Um, I don't know. I would. That would be interesting if they would allow you to adopt if you're single. I don't think so. It should be weird. I mean, it would be nice. Maybe that's in the update too. Do the kids like grow up? Uh, get to a toddler. I don't see. I think you only play like five years within the game, and then you have you have to not restart, but you kind of go into a full sandbox mode, where like time doesn't go, if oh. you will. I don't know. I haven't actually beaten the game, but somebody uh, I bought it for a friend the same day that I bought it, and he's the one who coined the name Gay Farming, um, <laughs> if you will. But he he said that like yeah, you play for five years, and then like your farm gets raided or something, just kind of like how well you did, if you will. Um, but it's not just like you suck because it's it rates you on all the things you do. So if you're like that dungeon crawler, you get like the dungeon crawling rating or something. But so then after five years, I think it like you can start a new game plus, basically. Um, and so, yeah, your kids never... You can get two kids, and they never grow up older than toddlers, apparently. Hmm. That's okay. I wish my kid would... No, I don't. I love, my, I love kids <laughs> at, all, at all stages. I know people are like, I miss my kid when she was a baby. No, I miss my kid when she was a baby. But you know what? She's an amazing, like, seven-year-old, so... Don't tell my mom. My mom misses when I was a baby. I couldn't talk back yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mine talks back enough for everybody. 
<laughs> so that's okay. You know what they say about strong-willed children. They're going to be the ones taking over the world pretty soon. No, you guys, you should be scared. I, I should not be put in a position of power. <laughs> Everyone gets a puppy. Everyone gets yeah, a puppy. There you go. Just oh. you take care of it, then you don't get a puppy, and then you get to be sad. Oh. Love it. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, Alex, you, you you haven't played very much. What's what's your favorite part, like portion of the game? Is it the dungeon crawling? Is it the farming? Um, the, and I'm wondering because I know something about you that I'm not going to disclose until after you answer this question. That's a good question. I I like the farming. I like the kind of monotony of it and. <laughs> Um, or is that what you're going to guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, I do very much enjoy farming games. Um, I, I wish, I can't figure out how to get better seeds. Like, I'm just getting the same old boring crops. Um, but I like that. I like kind of building up my farm and collecting a ton of materials. Um, and, but yeah, the farming. I also really like, like, the theme so far is, seems to be, what is it, Pierce or Pence or Pelse or whatever, versus Walmart, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying that now. It's kind of a fun, not-so-hidden theme. Well, uh, I, I noticed something interesting about that, that you bring that up. Well, are you? I don't want to cut you off, though. No, go ahead. Um, it, this game kind of seems like a subverted, like, plea against gentrification. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because there's the whole, like, we can restore the community center or we can... Because, like, if you if you don't choose the... Like, if you ever go and buy a membership at that Walmart place, basically... Uh, what is it? Jojo it's Sam's Club is what it is. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jojo Mart, Sam's Club. Uh, but if you, like, go and buy a membership, they buy the community center and turn it into a warehouse, and then you have to pay them to get the same perks that you would just, like, go and take crops to and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, this idea that you're, like, slowly turning this, like, nice little farming community into, I mean, you know, like, under the corporate thumb... And I, I just, this is, and one of my my friend who bought it, and so we both said, you know, oh, I'm gonna go. Uh, me personally, I was gonna go and do like, restore the community center, and he's like, okay, well, I'll do the other one, the corporate one. And he's like, it's miserable. The whole game is so miserable. Like everyone gets like sad, and like, because like the guy's store goes out of business like very shortly oh. after. Yeah, and, I like, suspected he, that would happen. I yeah, and like. And so, he, and he has to go, and he like works there, and he gets paid like seven dollars an hour to be a manager. Oh my god! Yeah. And like it's and like you, there's a note on his like kitchen, like when you're friends with the whole family enough that you can go in there. There's a note like from the people there that says, "Yeah, you can come work for me. You'll even be a manager, and you make this paltry amount of money an hour." And it's like, no, no, I'm just gonna buy all of his seeds, and he's gonna stay in business, and y'all gonna suck it. Um, oh, it's interesting because there's themes like that in games that kind of hit you over the head, but I think mm-hmm. this one, like, like it is, it is obvious, but it's also like super subtle. Like the way they change in Animal Crossing or whatever, where you constantly have to take out a bigger mortgage to yeah. be able to do this, right, or whatever. Yeah. This is this is really different. Like, there's not a credit model, right? No, you pay cash. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you pay cash. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just it's a, it's like a little bit. It is a little subversive, I think, in like the way you'd think money works in a lot mm-hmm. of game, types of games, like particularly farming games or whatever. Uh, see, I, I'm, I, I love Animal Crossing, and I kind of get 
pissed off that sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want, you know, a bigger chicken but I got to wait until I got enough money and enough and enough supplies to get a bigger chicken coop. And I'm like, oh, but yeah. I really want my chicken coop now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like, as always clay. I'm always like, don't have enough clay to I know. something like really like, like, I just need a silo. And I'm sitting there like, I have to dig up literally everything to get enough clay. Because <laughs> I'm too cheap to buy it. So I'm sitting there, you know, spending three days just like farming digging. clay. Yeah, I'm just sitting there digging. Um... I yeah, I, I dig until like, I almost pass out, and then I go lay down. <laughs> yeah. I keep passing out in front of my door, and I'm like, please stop and then rescuing you have me. Your money's gone. It's mm-hmm. like, who, who robbed me on my own farm? What is my cat doing? I, I named him Lawtrick, <laughs> which is the name of somebody from um, Dark Souls. And I was like, I shouldn't have done that, because now he just sits there. He's probably stealing my money. He's probably the one stealing my money. It's my damn cat. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. The game seems really rewarding to me. Like I, I hate sandbox games. I get anxious because I can't. Like there's so much to do, and I have to do it all at once. And I just like, yeah. I think the first time I played it, I almost started crying because there was too much to do, and it was like mm-hmm. freaking me out. It, okay, it, it is daunting. Just, it's not just me. So Alex knows this about me. <laughs> about me and games with quests. This would be impossible for this game. I do not like. To have a bunch of open quests, Judith oh takes God. one, finishes one. We, because we would play WoW together for like forever. We played WoW together, and I was like, she was like, "Do you have this quest?" And I'm like, "No, I have the quest we're working on. That's what I have. I'm not gonna have 15 fucking quests." But they up. stack them up so you go to the same place to finish a bunch of quests, Sam. No, I need yes, one. Do. I need. Uh-huh. I need to feel like I'm finishing something, and I get kind of antsy when I look. And I've got like seven quests that are like open. And I'm like, I don't know what to do first. I need to get these cleared because oh, I yeah. need games give me some a feeling of control that I almost feel like I don't have in my own life from time to time. <laughs> So, I hear that. <laughs> I, I, mean, I had to com- I had to compartmentalize this game. It was like the first year I'm just gonna do farming. I'm not gonna talk to anybody. And then I was like, okay, wait, I'm gonna talk tomorrow and not anybody else. And then like the second year was like fishing, and the third year has been like um, dungeon crawling. Because if I had to try to do all of it, it was like I was having anxiety attacks playing this game because I wanted to do all of it, but there was so much to do. <laughs> I don't. I don't do well with sandbox games. Oh, okay. see, I like so. to mix it up. Like on days it rains, I go to the caves. Um, in the morning and at night, I fish, and then days it's sunny, farm. I cannot fish. Oh, because of the clicking, it's really difficult. It's it's a little bit easier. I I had a much better time with the gamepad. Like I couldn't do it with my mouse at all. My mouse wasn't sensitive enough. So I had to, I have to use a game pack to fish. Hey, actually, I wrote down cons, and that was one of my two cons. Like the fishing. Yeah, fishing. I hope. I hope it. He he's even made a comment. The fishing is unnecessarily hard. It is. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a mod though. See, are you you're playing on a Windows PC, right, James? I'm not going to put any mods on this Asus. The poor thing can hardly run the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's only I purposely got like I said. I I purposely got a thing. Yeah, but I'm that playing wouldn't... through a wine wrapper. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I, I purposely got a, a computer that wouldn't play games, and then I graduated and I was like, yeah, I'll play games on it. I'm an idiot. Well, <laughs> for, for other folks who are interested, there is a mod that makes the fishing easier. 
For those well, of you who right can't get a like mod, just get a weighted lure. Because I, I want to beat the fish. Weighted lure, <laughs> that'll help you out a lot. The oh, weighted right. lure stops it from bouncing. Where do you get the like new? The uh, where do you get the new fishing rod? Because I um, said they said you can go get one, and I can't find it. From, you have to fish enough, and then um, what's yeah. his name? What's his the, the fisherman? He, well, there's he, a there's a store at the dock. A store at the can, dock. He'll, yeah, he'll pay. It's like there's the yeah. If you go straight down from the entrance of the beach, there's that dock, and there's like two ways on it, and they're oh, right like most. Oh, Willie's Bait Shop. Or Willie's. Willie's Bait Shop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know where that is. All right. Because I kept going to Penske's or whatever. Couldn't find it. Piers? Yeah, Piers. Yeah. What are you Penske's? Penske's. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I was wondering if the farming was going to be your favorite thing, Alex, because what, what a lot of people don't know about Alex is that um, she gets really into theory crafting. Yes. Um, and the notion of, of, like, diminishing returns. So when we first started playing... Um, hey, uh, what was it? Which was it? Heyday. Was it Heyday? I'm pretty sure. No, what was the other one? The farming. The farm. Farmville. Farmville. No, like it was farm. Farmville. It was Farmville. Yeah. We played Heyday after, but it was Farmville because we were playing it on um, Facebook as well. Yep. We, we were playing Farmville. I mean, we were like hooked on Farmville. And Alex, she was still a grad student at the time. She came into my office and she was like, I have to show you something. <laughs> she pulls out this notebook and she has done all of this elaborate kind of theory crafting. It's like, so here's how you get the best returns for your time and your energy over all of these different crops. Mm-hmm. She had like Page after page after page. Well, because like some cost fifty or whatever to plant, but they get you seventy-five in return. But if they take two hours, whereas a crop that takes twenty minutes that gets you three in return can actually be more profitable oh if you're willing to sit there, right? So I did some like long-term calculations on. So then you know what exactly what to plant when you go to bed. And exactly what to, you know, if you're going to go uh-huh. to class for an hour and a half, exactly what to plan. Uh-huh. So, uh, yes, I've already looked up, I've, I looked up other people's theory crafting for this, because um, <laughs> I haven't played enough yet. So, strawberries, it seems unanimous, is the mo- is the best return on investment. Yeah. I, um, but, I mean, at the lower level, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, uh, they, I'm not really like strawberries, so. They say peas yeah. is a bad idea, but I did a bunch of peas. Anyway, um, I just like putting stuff on the 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 ones that you plant once, and then they just repeat crops all the time. Yep, yep. That's strawberry. That my greenhouse is full of that. Um, the uh, the uh, um, parsnips, the ones you start with, they seem like a really good deal, but actually, like in one season, they say you can only make like two hundred or something gold. Mm-hmm. Like overall, or maybe it was two thousand, something like that, but some low amount. You can actually only make over a whole season doing those, even though they seem like the best deal because they're so quick. Or they're so, yeah, they only take four days. But anywho, yes, I've been doing a little theory crafting. <laughs> I know, and I I really suspected that that was going to be your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm going into the dungeons because I want to. I need to build stuff. But yes, the farming is definitely my favorite now. <laughs> Mm. That was fun. So, any last thoughts on uh, Stardew Valley? 
so far? I don't know. I think it's... I'm going to just add that I think um, it's one of the first games I've played that is just genuinely fun. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. And, I mean, I'm, like, I'm writing a lot of things about fun right now because I'm playing a bunch of different games that are or are not fun, like Halo 4. Not fun for any reason. Um, <laughs> but, like, this... There seems to be a little bit for everybody. Like I said, if you don't like the farming, you can do dungeon crawling. If you don't like dungeon crawling, you got fishing. You can be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it just—it's fun. Like, it's just fun to play. It's not—I mean, if you're, unless you're like me and you get really anal retentive about quests, it's—it's it's really low stress. There's not a time limit like in um, Harvest Moon where you eventually like die. Um, <laughs> like, you can just do whatever you want. And so it's like it's just been one of the genuinely like fun games that I've seen, and like you and you can play this game and completely ignore like story if you if you're not like me and really like lore of things. Like you can play this whole game and not have to deal with any of the lore and still have a lot of fun. Um, so that's why I really like this game. Yep, I agree. I think the flexibility um, from ground up exists for different types of gamers, um, no matter what you like about the game. Most you can do it, and I think that's rare. And it's not fake either. Like, you've seen games that try to do that, but it always lacks in one way or another. And I think this one just is really well-rounded from the ground up, built for a diverse group of gamers. You guys stole my thunder. That's ex- I mean, that, that, <laughs> what, I, I'm, I'm having the same feelings about this game. Mm-hmm. It, it is genuinely fun. Um, it's great for relaxing. And it really... It, it, it's like I entered the black hole of gaming. When I start playing this game, yeah, me too. All the time, I, I can never. Three hours went by. <laughs> yeah, I, I can well, never uh, sit down and play this game for less than three or four hours. I just can't. And, mm-hmm. and that's something funny because my partner will notice that like I I don't sit and play games anymore. I have a really hard time of playing games for more than like two hours. I want to get up and do something. I want to play, read a book. I want to go running. Um, and then, like, I got started Valley, and he was just like, you've been playing that for six hours. Like, I've never seen you so devoted to anything that wasn't a book. <laughs> um, I was just like, I just lose time. It's just like I'm devoted to one task, and then I'm doing another task. And, like, I don't know, this thing feeds, like, the engineering mindset that I have. It's just like, oh, yeah. I can, like, do these graph paper. I pulled out my engineering paper at one point to draw a schematic. of like, oh, <laughs> I'm not even a mechanical engineer. Or you know, IE, and I just did it. Um, it's just like it's so much fun, and I feel like I'm accomplishing something. And like right now, being like a recent graduate unemployed, where everything is like you're not doing anything right. It's like yeah, I am. I have a farm that has a multi-million-dollar corporation going under. Ah. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I can devote so much time to this game. It's like the only game that I can say that. And I've played like, I mean, I've played Diablo every night since I graduated now, and but like I still have put more hours into Stardew Valley. So, wow. Yeah, I I I, I was peeking at how many hours you had in Stardew Valley. Just eighty-six. Yeah. <laughs> Almost more than Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> and I've beaten Dark Souls. <sighs> I actually need to pull that up and actually see. I think I might have actually eclipsed Dark Souls with um this last weekend of playing Stardew to balance out Halo Four. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess because um, Alex has got to go pick up her dad. Yeah. Well, on that note, that's going to bring us 
um, to the end of episode 129. Alex, do you believe it's been 129 episodes? Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's really interesting. What what really blows me away is, I mean, we're at five and a half years. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. Yep. A lot of blog posts, <laughs> a lot of episodes. All right. So that's going to bring us to the end of episode 129. So until next time, when we record episode 130. Yay! We would like to say thank you for joining us. Stay warm. No, it's hot. Stay cool. Stay cool. <laughs> or warm, depending on what <laughs> part of the country you're in. <laughs> we're part of the country, we're part of the world, right? Um, yeah. Stay cool, stay dry, and as always, my friends, farm on. Farm on. <laughs> gay farming, go gay farming. <laughs> <laughs>